In short, there are three things that last, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. To love lovely house, and thank you so much for all of you joining me back on my Facebook page and things like that, slowly but surely getting there with it. I have so many different things to do. I'm just relaxing at the pace in which, you know, God allows for people to to join in and to get involved. I was really thankful to um, hold a little bit of a miniature discussion with someone as well with regards to all of the pandemic, the measures and everything. So just a little bit of a reminder, like I absolutely do see everyone's point of view, but I'm not going to... Um, I'm not going to put one group above another or one lot's rights over another lot's rights. I think it's vitally important that, you know, we put God first. And when we do that, we can move through things with a sensible approach, a measured approach, a logical one and a rational one. When it starts to go from either side, like completely irrational or logical or extremist, it just, you know, makes no sense with regards to that. So I've talked a lot about it. Um, it's very, very defined in terms of, you know, um, who it is I am there for in support of. I care about all people. That's important. We hear in today's liturgy scripture that, you know, we shouldn't despise the poor. So we shouldn't just say, oh, that group, you know, they're like that. And, and this group, well, this is all about, you know, money and getting things that we want, getting treats. So we're going to do this. Like, that's a really dangerous, slippery slope to hell because we also know with the point that I've made um, today upon those that are impacted in such a way um, <laughs> through coercion of drugs, for example, and the problems that that causes them and the downward spiral that they end up in. So we've approached all these reasons why, you know, you, you can't just follow like something just because, you know, if you do that, you know, you get like a tick or you get this or you get that it's drawing you further from God and further from what's right and doing further from what's good. And it's like a big distraction. It's like a big ball of distraction into sleep. And there's two different types of rest. There is the rest. So some people will recognize that like the Z or the sleep in a different way. That is not the same. That is like being awake in Christ, but resting in Christ and having faith overall for everything working out. But at the same time, there's also the importance of being astute and awake as well to what's really going on and making sure we're going down the right paths and not um, falling asleep in terms of being led into temptations and stuff like that. And I referred to James for this as well. And let me see. Yeah. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man. And that's from James 1.13. And of course, that and also 
through much time with the Holy Spirit is why I say the um the prayer our Father slightly differently. One, I do keep it very, very, very antiquitous to the point of like no return with that. But there's one element of it that is turned around due to this very important point that James makes. We cannot be saying something. And I know people will say, but Jesus did bulk of people when they're praying um, tend to pray it in a way pre-ascended, pre-ascension. So not with the gift of the Holy Spirit, not in alignment with what James is saying. And people quite often then therefore get mixed up a lot with what James says, <sighs> yes, it's um, it's a big test. James, um, Hebrews, St. <laughs> Paul's Hebrews and James. Oh, yes. <laughs> Glory to God. People will tend to get mixed up with like faith and works alongside also that, you know, you're not supposed to say that you're tempted of God. So, so important. That's from an ascended point of Jesus on the throne, like after ascension, okay, so vitally important. So with the gift of the Holy Spirit from Jesus' ascended position, so vitally important. So a lot of the people in different churches will not be at that level. They will not be able to say that. They're very prescriptive and they will work on Jesus pre, they will look at the old Testament and even those that say that they're not looking into the Old Testament, they are looking at the new and they're entering into the new order. Most of them haven't, you know. And um, even though they say they're reformed, they're not. Most of them will still say that they're tempted of God. And you'll hear it in the prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, I say, thank you for giving us this day our daily bread. And for forgiving us as we forgive each other. Thank you for leading us not into temptation and delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Okay, so why say that? Well, think of it. You're going against the command of the ascended Lord Jesus Christ from James 1, 1, 3. If you are saying... lead us not into temptation. You're basically saying, you're basically going against what anyone would know that has the Holy Spirit. God doesn't tempt. So, and remember, when Jesus was on earth, he said yes. He goes to the Father, but he also says that whilst he is on earth, in that earthen body, like he's not good, only God is good at the ascended position. So when he was on earth giving this, yeah, he was doing his best, but we have to remember, he also said no one is good. And people would do more than he could do because of the ascended position he would then take on. And then the Holy Spirit um, at that level that he would pass on to people. So he was saying something at that level pre-ascension, which we are told by the time of his ascension through James 1.13, we're not to say that. 
So by the point of Jesus Christ's ascended position, we're then told by that point not to say that. So obviously, I don't say that. (laughs) It's a command by God, by Jesus, not at a position of not being good and being like fallen to earth. Even although he didn't sin as in like that wasn't, you know, the intent, the intent was to save. And so, of course, he's given all these graces, but he does make it clear and it is very clear between these two points what level of ascension, how close he is to God at each of these points. And the highest point is the ascension. So James one thirteen, Hebrews, all these things, that's why it's very difficult for a lot of people because they haven't got the Holy Spirit and they will not understand. <laughs> Glory to God. Okay, so, yeah. So we move on. And I'm going to go to randomization for today. Okay, so this one is uh, from the Canadian press. We have found out that the government ordered 14 full-size cardboard cutouts of the Prime Minister. I'd like to give him a chance to explain this, but I'm worried that his explanation might fall. Mackenzie's a stand-up guy, and that he won't want to break the rules by using props in the future. So, that was the Tories bring Trudeau cardboard cutout to the House of Commons in Canada. 
basically, <laughs> I have never seen this before. I hadn't heard of this before. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know from the answers that were kind of like stated there. But he basically was um, reported to have had these cardboard cutouts made of himself. Um, I don't know what these were for or where these were supposed to go. I only know what we've heard on the video that he had, that's Justin Trudeau, had cardboard cutouts of himself made. And the, the actual conservatives brought a sample of this, an example of Justin Trudeau's cardboard cutout that he had made. Now let's go back to this because I don't really know like what he's actually saying about it. Like what what was his answer? Now I have to remember we've just had an introduction that talked about not being tempted. Temptation doesn't come from God. So let no man say he's tempted of God. So I don't really know how this how this all fits together. God help us with this then. But let's hear. The right honorable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, we made a commitment to re-engage on the world stage. And since I spend so much time in the House of Commons, uh, this is the... one of the differences between us and the previous government. Okay. So what I believe he's saying is that he spends so much time in the House of Commons that this is his way of engaging on a worldwide stage. To, so to have his presence in one form, shape or another is his way of engaging on the world stage. Okay. We believe in giving our diplomatic missions the independence to make their own decisions and to make their own choices. That is something that matters on the world stage, to trust our diplomats to represent us well around the world and respect the choices they make. The leader of the official opposition made reference to a particular document. Now, it's a very large document, and I'm not sure that every member has yet had a chance to review it. Now, it is, as is the practice in this House, I would ask for unanimous consent to table in both official languages uh, the document that was referred to. Okay. Alright, so Conservative MP Chris Warkentine or Warkenton tried in jest 
to table <laughs> a life-size cardboard cutout of Justin Trudeau in the House Tuesday. The Tories questioned the government on why nearly $1,900 was spent on cutouts of the Prime Minister. And that was May the 9th. I believe this was... Um, it says that was submitted May the 11th, 2017. Hmm. Okay. So we finalised today's randomisation with question mark, question mark, question mark. What on earth is this all about? What does this mean? What is this to anyone in terms of not being tempted of God? What? How does this fit together in all of this? You let me know what you think. I am still questioning it. I really don't know. It could mean anything, but it depends on each party. Well, I am reluctant to just make a judgment call on this too soon because it's a very limited piece of um, communication on this video that we've just heard. But if you have any ideas what you think that it might be, how does it all link up with the introduction, which was made long, well, not long before, but just before, you know what I mean, before that of... Um, the actual video. What I'm really trying to emphasise here is the point that I didn't know that that video would be a part of today's message at all when I was making the introduction, okay? So by human standards, I did not know or plan for that. Now, it's not to say that there is a specific, there may not be a specific link to these two, to the introduction and then of course, to the randomization video feature. But there might be. So what do you think is there and what is it? Let me know by sending me a voice message if you like or simply praying about it yourself and coming up with whatever answer you think it is. Make sure it's the Holy Spirit in terms of the answer that you're getting.